Welcome back to Veggies and Vices, the place where we discuss all things health and wellness related with a nod towards the vegan lifestyle. My name is Sabrina and I am a certified nutrition coach and certified personal trainer. My hope is to inform you and empower you to lead a healthy and happy life, not only for yourself, but for those who love you as well. Have you heard anyone say that sitting is the new smoking? I didn't make that up. I've literally heard that. And today, this is the topic we're going to discuss. A sedentary lifestyle is becoming more prominent as the years pass, and it can be extremely dangerous for your health. I want to go over those dangers today, along with what you can do to combat it, and also share some exercises and stretches that could help your overall health tremendously. I hope you enjoy today's episode, and thank you again for being here. Welcome back. Welcome back. Question for you. Do you have a job that requires you to sit a lot? I will admit that those types of jobs have never really been my jam. Apart from layout and design work that I love doing, I have always had jobs that require me to move and move a lot. In addition to being a nutrition coach and trainer, I've been a waitress, bartender, and a photographer. I love moving my body. However, I will say that as a nutrition coach, I can find myself sitting some days more than usual if I have several coaching calls with clients. And when I notice that, I definitely address it right away with the tips I'm going to give you later on. First, let's go over what qualifies this lifestyle and see if you fall under the category. Do you sit for over five hours a day? Do you find yourself at your desk working on the computer throughout the day and then decompressing and relaxing on the couch at night with maybe the only actual movements throughout the day being those to the bathroom or kitchen or grocery store? Truth is, this is the majority of people. With social media industries changing and the way we conduct ourselves socially changing, most people fall under the sedentary lifestyle umbrella. And that's scary because a sedentary lifestyle is dangerous and can easily shorten the lifespan. So, why is this so dangerous, you might be asking? Well, let's go over that. Not getting enough physical activity in your daily life can lead to heart disease. Even if you don't have any other risk factors in place, just being inactive can seal that deal. It can also increase high blood pressure, high blood cholesterol, and type 2 diabetes. In fact, according to the World Health Organization, heart disease is now the number one leading cause of death for adults worldwide. They attribute 2 million deaths annually to being sedentary or physically inactive, which is also called the couch potato syndrome or the sitting disease. Not only is that scary, it doesn't have to be this way, people. It just does not. We can definitely make changes. In addition to a sedentary lifestyle causing strain on your heart, it can severely affect your metabolism and cause metabolic-related dysfunctions like hormone imbalance, hypothyroidism, hyperglycemia, insulin resistance, and even alter the circulation of sex hormones. 
When we're not moving our bodies often enough, then our metabolism slows down severely because it knows that it doesn't need to burn a lot of energy to keep up. However, as you know, people don't typically, well, okay, let me put this. Like people don't typically slow down their eating habits though. You know what I mean? Or scale their nutrient choices for their low activity. In fact, due to boredom, especially at night when relaxing in front of the TV, most people mindlessly snack as a way to relieve stress and unwind from the day. The issue here is that you don't need those extra calories or energy rather because you didn't burn it off during the day. So you're adding extra energy to your body that doesn't need it and it isn't burning at a rate fast enough to use it. So your body ends up storing that energy or calories as fat and you eventually end up being overweight. This is the result of a sedentary lifestyle. And as I shared back in a previous episode, when this happens, your organs are coated in that fat which then restricts your blood vessels, resulting in poor circulation. The next step to this process within your body is that your heart will then pump blood a lot harder than it should, and that will result in weakening and damage to your heart. And the worst case scenario is an eventual heart attack or stroke, which takes us back to the number one cause of death currently, heart disease. So, so far, sanitary life... Um, style is hurting via heart issues and heart disease. It's causing metabolic dysfunctions. And thirdly, let's not forget to mention the effect that a sedentary lifestyle can have on your mental health, which is so important. I know for me on the days when I'm stuck at a computer or unable to move my body as much as I'd like or get fresh air and sunshine and sweat, Yes, I like to make it a priority to sweat every day because there's massive health benefits to that. On those days, I'm cranky, lethargic, and just in a blah mood. According to the Journal of Alzheimer's, when you stay indoors working all day or binging all day on TV, you increase your chances of dealing with depression and anxiety. And that lack of movement and lack of connection with the outside world leads you to be more predisposed to dementia despite genetic factors. So you can have, you know, no one in your family ever having dementia or Alzheimer's and you live a very um, sedentary lifestyle where you also don't get out and socialize. Well, you just drastically increase your chances for acquiring that later on in life. And if nothing else resonates with you today for getting out of the sedentary lifestyle, please let that one hit home. Okay, trust me. You don't want to go down the cognitive decline road and you don't want loved ones to either. I'm extremely, extremely passionate about this topic and I'll actually have a course coming out soon on how to improve your cognitive health in your 40s so you're less likely to go down that road. So make sure you're on the lookout for that. But getting back to it, so now that we've gone over how a sedentary lifestyle can negatively affect your internal and mental health, let's highlight how it could affect your bone and muscle health and share some ways to combat it. Our bodies were made to move and move often and with joy. Okay, our bones and muscles were made to support our body weight and they like moving. 
when we don't move often, the muscles of your feet and ankles and lower legs become weaker, and that can cause muscular tension, stiffness, and aches. And no one wants that. Then this situation can become a difficult cycle to break because inactivity leads to pain, which leads to more inactivity, and back to the beginning. And just like mentally, it can lead to you feeling lethargic. Then you're too tired to get up and move. And so then you're just feeling lethargic. And then that cycle's continuing. So let's break these cycles, shall we? There are particular muscles that are negatively affected from sitting all day in front of your computer or um, on clients. If you're like a beautician, you know... um, If you're someone who just uh, maybe you're like a graphic designer, so you're drawing all day or you're doing on the computer, either way, there's all these jobs where we're constantly these days just sitting at our desk, okay? And it's hurting your body tremendously. So let's, again, let's just kind of highlight the parts of your body so you know what I'm talking about. So the front of your body tightens up when we're sitting all day, especially your hip flexors, your quad muscles, your chest, upper back, and your neck. If you don't know what I'm saying when I say when I say your quads, that's the like the front part of your thigh, that large muscle group, that's your quadricep. So all of that gets really tight. And lower back pain is a big problem for a lot of people, right? Well, when we sit for long amounts of time, we get tight hip flexors, and those cause an anterior tilt. And then that shuts down our abs and glutes from being strong and working properly. So we must focus on and love on these large stabilizing muscles so we don't end up in the pain, like just the tremendous pain, and we can try to get active again. Because the deal is if you don't start slowly working on this or stretching it or strengthening those muscle groups that I mentioned, then when you do decide like, oh, you know what, I'm going to get off my couch, I'm going to watch Netflix a lot, or, you know, oh, I sit at this desk all the time, I'm going to go out, I'm going to go for a run. And then you immediately just trying to go out and just go for it without even warming up or or slowly kind of easing your body into it, you're going to get injured because your muscles and everything are now really tight and they're really weak. So it's important that we strengthen and we stretch prior to start going out and doing stuff. And then if we do that, we make that a continuous habit, then we're not going to be in pain, which should be awesome. So first, I want to give you some ideas of how you can move your body in order to get more movement into your day. So say we have a sedentary lifestyle, say we fit under that category and or that umbrella, and we're just kind of like, you know, what are some ways that I can just like slowly, you know, introduce more movement in my day? I'm a busy person, you know, I got this job and then I got to get home, I got to do dinner. And then by the time the kids go down, I just want to, I just want to like crash on the couch, right? And then, oh, the day is gone. Well, don't fear because there's always ways to get movement in. All right. So let's see. Option one, you can start taking the stairs instead of using an escalator, an elevator, wherever you are, you know, always go for the stair option. Always take the stairs anytime that option arises. You can set a timer on your phone or watch for every 45 minutes or an hour and take like a mini break just to walk around and stretch your legs. 
So whether you work at home or you're in an office setting, you know, just if you struggle just to remember to get up and move your body, then just like set an alarm on your phone or on your watch. And then every time it goes off, just be like, oh, okay, this is my reminder. I'm going to get up and I'm going to do a couple laps around the house, you know, or if you have time, I mean, walk to your end of block or back, or if you're in an office building, you know, walk around the parking lot if you have time. But otherwise, just kind of move around for a bit. Just get your blood pumping, get your oxygen flowing to your brain, and just get stuff, you know, shaking out so you're not so tight. Um, You can also try parking your vehicle far away in the parking lot, like when you're at the grocery store, and then that's just going to encourage you to get more steps in and walk farther. Um, This is one I actually do all the time, and my daughter thinks I'm crazy. Well, now she doesn't. She's used to it, but... This is just one of my go-tos all the time. If I'm going anywhere to any store or anything, I'm I'm typically going to park, if it's just me, I'm typically going to park farther away so that um, I can get more steps in. Now, obviously, if I have like Nico with me or something, I might not always choose that, but it's always a good go-to to try. You can also make it a habit to pace around and walk while you're speaking on the phone. In fact, my husband, Sean, has this habit. And whenever I find myself getting annoyed that he's walking through our house, having like a business conversation when he's working from home or something and is driving me crazy, I quickly check myself in my frustration and say, "Uh uh-uh, Sabrina, be proud of him because he is getting in his daily movements. And, um, you know, sometimes that works for my annoyance and sometimes it doesn't, but he does it. So it's a really good habit to get in as well. If you're able to do that when you're on the phone, try walking around when you're talking, just moving your body. You can also try going for a walk after dinner with your family or your dog. Honestly, walking does wonders for our body. If you can slowly build up to going like for a brisk walk, um, like up to five times a week for 30 to 45 minutes, it'll do your body and your mental health so much good. And I'm not saying just like right out the gate to go for that if that's out of your ability. But if you can slowly start making steps to do that, you will definitely notice a difference in the way your body feels. So those were just some ways to kind of like sneak it in for you. Um, And also, if you don't already have something to track your steps, like an Apple Watch or a Fitbit or something, go get one. Something about seeing the number of steps that you've accomplished throughout the day really helps keep you accountable and encourages you to get more in. It's kind of like having your own little mini me, right? A little trainer on your wrist or in your palm um, that just keeps you accountable. So you can look down and be like, oh man, I need to get this many more steps in. Or you can look and be like, oh man, I haven't moved my body at all today, right? And then like, how can what can you get in that day? just so you've moved your body some, or you can celebrate yourself and you're like, wow, I'm really proud of myself. Like I I actually got in more steps, you know, than I thought I did. Like, that's really awesome. So I'm a big fan of trackers. Um, I like to have all my clients have a tracker of some sort, just so again, it's helping them stay accountable and kind of just reminding them until they get into the like total habit of just doing it it helps set the habit because you constantly have something kind of reminding you like get those steps in, move that body. It's important. Um, yeah. So those were just some ideas for you to check out if you're struggling to see how to fit it in. 
Um, so now I want to go over some moves you can do to strengthen the parts of the body that I mentioned a little bit ago that, that are hard. So like your chest, your hip flexors, your glutes, your abs. And let's start with your chest though, to begin with. When we're sitting down for long periods of time, our muscles shorten and pull forward, causing us to slouch. So you want to stretch out and strengthen your chest. Um, you can do it by all kinds of stretches, by just taking your arms back, right, and opening up that chest and really breathing into it. But if you're looking for an exercise, it's really great to focus on strengthening your back muscles and your traps, your shoulders. Um, this is one of the most common parts of the bodies that I focus on with my training clients, um, the clients that I train, because majority of people do have this issue these days, again, because we're sitting at computers um, or we're on phones. And so just naturally nowadays, if you notice, people just kind of like hunch over um, with a slouch because we're so sedentary. So you can try stretching this out by doing some foam rolling moves that will pull your shoulders kind of down and back. Like imagine your shoulder blades kind of going into your back pockets, just down and back. And oh, it'll feel so good. So good. And if you don't know what I'm talking about when I talk about foam rollers, um, in the show notes, I'll put a link to the foam roller I use. And you can go to their site and they show all kinds of really great um, exercises you can do with a foam roller. Um, and then you can do some strength moves like a reverse fly. Uh, it's a great move to do to strengthen your back muscles, and it will help your posture stay strong during those long work days. So even though it's your chest, that's um, muscles are shortening and tightening, right, and pulling forward. If you focus on strengthening the muscles on the back side, that's going to pull everything up and back. So the stronger you can make your back, the more it's actually going to help your posture and help your chest muscles for um, for your long work days. And if you don't know what a reverse fly is, you know, Google it or um, follow me on Instagram. I'm always showing workouts and moves. Okay, now moving on to our hip flexors. As I mentioned, the tightness there, that can lead to lower back pain. And that's a dominant issue in our current society as well. So some moves you can do to combat this pain are simple moves like lunges or squats. Anything kind of making your knee bend and your glutes kind of go down and your hip go back is like the stretch. So some lunges are really good. Um, we'll just we'll just kind of help that situation out. It will not only strengthen your lower um, muscle groups, your large muscle groups, which are always great to strengthen, but it will also release the tightness in your hips and then allow you to stretch them out. And that would be a lovely ritual for you to actually start incorporating the evenings. Honestly, like if you can find time before bed to do some stretching at night, your body will thank you for it. And really opening up your hips and doing some hip stretches. If you fall under the sedentary lifestyle umbrella, honestly, even if you don't, it's just a really good, um, great stretches to do um, because we are always kind of prone to being really tight there. And that can lead to lots of pain throughout the body. So doing some lunges, some squats, nice strength moves to move in. And then you can move into doing some deeper stretches. And of course, you must stretch and strengthen your abs and core. It's easy for our abdominals to become weak when we're seated and slowly like slouching all day, right? We're just, we're not really focused on keeping them constricted, 
or keeping like our birdcage closed. That's what my dance teacher used to tell me. I still remember it to this day. Um, I'm like a posture freak, y'all. I mean, I'm constantly always watching everyone's posture. So um, forever out in public, don't worry, I won't be staring at you. But I'll probably be checking everyone else's posture out. But I remember my dance teacher like in high school saying, you know, you stand up straight. Imagine it's a birdcage. Keep it closed. You want your bird to get out. Uh, that's just a nice way of saying constantly keep that core tight, right? Sit up, shoulders back. Keep that core nice and tight and strong. Um, so, cause the stronger you can keep it again, the less back pain you're going to have. And, and that's always a bonus, less pain, right? Some really good exercises to help strengthen that are some just good old planks and push-ups. Those are just two easy go-to. Most people know those. Again, if you don't look it up or reach out to me, I'll send you a demo video. Okay. But some planks and some push-ups are incredible exercises for strengthening your midsection. And it's okay if you can't do a push-up from your toes, you can do it from your knees. You're still benefiting from it as long as your form is proper, okay? So those are some strength moves that you can try for your core. I promise you that if you slowly start incorporating some of these strength moves along with some wonderful, you know, hip flexor stretches and chest and shoulder stretches, your body will feel the difference. You must strengthen the muscle groups in order to support you so that you can lead a long, happy, healthy, and pain-free life. Because let's face it, you need your job. That's not going anywhere. You know, however, you know, if we can find ways to sneak in more movement, so you're getting those 10K plus steps a day while stretching and strengthening your large muscle groups, then you're creating a recipe for joy in a long life. So you're still working, you're still sitting at your desk, which is fine. You know, we need to do that, but you're also not neglecting your body. And um, this way you're going to just not be in pain and have a happy and long life. And that's just a win-win to me. So that's really what I want to discuss today. And if you ever need any help or inspiration with stretches or training, you know, don't hesitate to reach out to me. I am a trainer. Um, I'm always happy to answer any questions you have. I also often share information on all of this and demo exercises, like I said, on my Instagram or in my newsletter. Um, so yeah, don't hesitate. Um, I love giving out information on this because I just want to empower everyone to have a happy, healthy, pain-free life. So that is it for today, guys. Thank you again so much for taking time out of your day to listen to this episode. I hope you found it beneficial to you in some way. And if you would like to share it with someone you think would benefit from it as well, please do so. It would mean the world to me. Or feel free to reach out and share your thoughts with me on the episode um, or even rate the podcast. That would be amazing. But just your support in general and listening to today, I can't thank you enough. And I look forward to chatting with you next week. Have a good one.